Hey, let's talk nine-game football schedule. I understand that's probably not what you turn tuning into this channel to see right now, but some news came out today, and we're going to tell you all about that, where Ole Miss sits and where we kind of go from here and the factors behind the scenes that may be influencing it all together. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. This extra edition. Thanks for tuning in. I hope everybody's having a great weekend. By the way, Marcel Reed showed out last night. Um, kind of learn about that a little bit. We got John Garcia going to talk about Marcel Reed um, come Monday. There's a Jimmy Buffett song for you. But anyway, this is about the 3-6 scheduling model versus the 7-1 scheduling model, and it's kind of going back and forth. We're going to get into what happened. Chris Lowe had a nice report today from ESPN where he has talked to athletic directors, and we will tell you all about that. But before we get started, I do want to tell you about Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for lines, odds, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information, including live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. I think Ole Miss is a 21.5-point favorite currently over Troy in Week 1. They're predicted to win 7.5 regular season games. If you disagree with any of them in any way, you can put your money where your mouth is. Um, bet online where the game starts. All right. Thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, hit the bell for notifications and new videos going up, which happens quite frequently. And, of course, upvote the video itself. It would be greatly appreciated. Now, so the big news that came out today, and I'm – Put this up here. I've got visual aids for everybody, and for the audio audio people, I'm going to read it. But Chris Lowe from ESPN says, hearing from more ADs and coaches in the SEC that they'd prefer to go to nine league games and play three six format when OU and Texas join. They certainly they're certainly on board at um, Aggie football. AD Ross Bjork told me the avid, added revenue and being able to play more rivals makes it a no-brainer. He also went on to say, if the SEC does indeed go to nine conference games, A.D. Ross Bjork told me that Aggie football wants Texas football and LSU football to be its two of its three permanent rivals every year. Everybody's kind of assumed that. We've been trying to figure out the third one for A&M. We think it might be Mississippi State, but we'll talk about that in a minute. And, of course, finally, a few SEC schools are still on the fence about eight versus nine league games. That would be Ole Miss and State. They're definitely on that eight versus nine and on the fence. But nine games make so much more sense 
and cents because that's money. Um, Saban has long pushed for nine. Eliah Drinkwitz recently said it has to be the 3-6 model. Texas, A&M, Florida, Georgia, and LSU all on board. It is pretty easy to see that this is going down that road to where 3-6 is almost inevitable. And Ole Miss is currently per Keith Carter about a month ago where he said that Ole Miss right now was a vote for the eight-game model. And why is that? The smaller schools want the eight-game model because they want the four non-conference game. Because of the way it's set up in college football right now, if you do well in your four non-conference games, two SEC games, you hit to six, and you get to go to a bowl game. And to score, and to programs like Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, um, even Kentucky, Arkansas, those guys – it means something if you can go to a bowl game. They've seen what it's like when you can't and how hard it can be and how much of a detriment it can be. So they are wary about any system that removes a non-conference game because realistically in a 3-6 model, the game that goes away that is replaced by an SEC game is a G5 game. It's not going to be the FCS game. Get, get that out of your head. The FCS game is not going away. It's not going to be the Power 5 game. Get that out of your head. It's not going away. It's going to be one of the two G5 games. So the real losers in this 3-6 scenario, besides the programs that, I don't know, do not have enough self-confidence that they can get to six wins um, if you add an extra conference game, which, like I said, I get that. But the biggest loser would be probably the Sun Belt or Conference USA and those type teams. The Georgia Southerns, the Troys, those guys are going to be the big losers. I think the Americans are going to be fine. I think um, the Power Five is going to be fine. And the FCS is going to be fine. Because I do not think those FCS games are going away because they look at themselves as being a benefit almost charity-wise to the FCS um, playing this game. So those rent-a-win games when Charleston Southern goes to Alabama and plays and gets their skull dragged in for 60 minutes, well, that money pays for their athletic department for almost a year. So that's why it's worth it, and the SEC people view it as charity. And you can also get those games for fairly cheap. But that is the reason, honestly, Ole Miss is in the eight-win category is because they're good right now. They know that Ole Miss and State, both of them, over the last 40 years, have been the epitome of a yo-yo team. They're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. And they know that down's coming even if they're up, so they're trying to prepare for that. So it's a, it's a confidence issue. It's, you know, it's maybe a little bit of an inferiority complex issue, something like that. But Ole Miss needs to get past that because this 3-6 model has – is coming back to the forefront because the Big Ten just signed a billion-dollar-a-year TV deal, which is more than the SEC. Not much, but a little bit. But the 3-6 model would give eight more games of SEC inventory to ESPN and ABC. It would allow for rivals to rotate more often, more compelling television, and make that TV deal more valuable because the Big Ten signed that TV deal. It is increasingly increasingly likely 
this 3.9 model is going to happen. Period. It's also increase, increasingly likely, as soon as they can, the SEC is going to take the teams from the ACC. I mean, it's sad. It's just what it is. Everybody remembers college football from 1995, and that honestly was probably the heyday of college football. Were there some warts? Absolutely. There's some, there were some things that just drove you a little bit crazy. But the little things, the tradition, every game not being on TV, the in-stadium performance, all of that was kind of hyped up to where you know, you really couldn't top it. Now, every game's on TV, so the end game experience is going to be lessened because why go to Oxford, honestly? You know, why go to Oxford and pay $100 for a ticket to get into the game to sit and have worse seats to see the game than your TV set? Wait in line to go to the bathroom. Wait in the line to go to the concession stand. Have to climb all those steps. Why put up with all that whenever you can go sit on your couch and watch the game for free? And by free, it might be six bucks a month or whatever, something like that. But you can go to one game for a hundred bucks, or you can get your ESPN streaming service and ESPN Plus for ten years. That's the problem that attendance has right now. So they have to basically make experiences outside the football game because everybody gets the football game now. So Ole Miss has the Grove. That is an advantage that they will always have. They are trying to find other things to just to bring kids out and have fun and make it an experience to see the game. To prevent people from just staying home and watching the game in 4K, which more and more people are doing now. Yeah, Ole Miss just expanded their stadium. They're going to have to downsize it fairly quickly. Because TV is becoming the dominant force in college sports. Money-wise, used to, back even whenever I went there, the athletic budget, the whole athletic budget, every sport was $30 million at Ole Miss. That was 15 years ago. Now it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 105, 110. And back then when I was there, gate receipts mattered. You always heard, it's like the coach is going to get fired if the attendance looks bad. Well, that's not necessarily the case now. You don't know. Everybody looks at the probation as that is why attendance is down. No, attendance is down because it's just easier and cheaper to get it elsewhere. A lot has changed. That's, that's the thing about um, college football is a ton has changed, but they will fight every bit of it. Every bit of the change. And those who embrace it have a chance to be hyper-successful for a period of time like Boise State. But anyway, that got off track a little bit. The 3-6 model, I think it is coming. I think they're going to have the votes to get it done. Whenever they actually have the vote for it, it will be 16-0 or something like that. But um, right now, there's some politicking going on behind the scenes with the larger schools wanting it a certain way and the um, yo-yo schools wanting it another. And pay attention to that. Like I said, right now Keith Carter is a eight-game SEC conference guy. He's a 7-1 guy. I think he's going to end up voting 6-3. I think TV is going to win out on this one. 
and that is very important. It should be a lot of fun to see, and you know, we'll see when the SEC network and all of this goes on to the next level and has fun and does the things that they need to do. Essentially, I don't know. It's we're talking three years down the road, but the SEC is going to look completely different with the advent of um, Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league. Should be interesting. But anyway, that is the news of the day. Thank you very much for tuning in. And, of course, get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen. Everyday host Chris Gordy and the local experts on Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On SEC your second listen. Locked On SEC. Anyway, if news breaks, I'll be here. If anything happens on the scrimmage, I'll be here. Um, don't expect much news from it, though. So anyway, I'll see you later. Peace.